Today, once again, many will feel a painful sense of separation from their loved ones. While we have faced challenges before, this one is different. We will succeed, better days will return. We will be with our friends again. We will be with our families again. We will meet again. But for now, I send my thanks and warmest good wishes to you all. Welcome to the dog show. This week's Off the Leash Dog Cast will debate lockdown. Featuring myself, Tank, here in Germany, dog meat all the way from the United States of America and the little British fuzzball, the Baron. So uh, why don't we kick things off? Guys, are you still alive? Yeah, 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 just about. <laughs> yeah, enjoying lockdown now. Took some time to get used to. How, how about yourself, dog meat? Wow, lockdown's been depressing. <laughs> <laughs> Not being able to go out, not being able to have some beers, not being able to see family, you know, with the restrictions of on certain flights. It's been depressing. And then obviously no sports as well, you know, so <laughs> I get to see you guys. So I see you guys on FaceTime and yeah. Zoom and all of that. That's one consolation. Mate, I'm loving it. <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, we're getting paid. Basically, my life didn't change. I was never going to the clubs or anything recently in recent years or to bars or whatever, you know, so. Or to the gym. (laughs) (laughs) Now now we just got an excuse to be lazy fucking couch potatoes. Mm, True. Yeah, I've enjoyed it recently, but not in the beginning, just because I'm I'm quite a sociable character. I like to go out at least to buy my coffee. So, yeah, it's been difficult, but also you start appreciating the simple things as well a lot more. Yeah, there's been some small consolations. Getting up a little later, going on Zoom calls in your boxes, not putting the video on. <laughs> getting a bit lazy, you get out of your routine and you get a little bit bored. I found it a little bit boring after like week four. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, working for the same pay, working half as hard, that was pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of companies are doing this, right? So I know in the UK, you've got furlough scheme where the government are paying about 80% of people's wages. In Germany, we have a system where it's more like part-time working. So the government basically tops up part of your, your pay and you only have to do half your hours. So that's quite the common one, which is enrolled in Germany. Yeah. Oh, nice. They, they can't really get rid of you and things like that. Your job is very well protected in Germany with EU law. Mm. And Germany is really kind of leading that. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, I know from an American standpoint, I think I read an article where there was like 24 million jobs lost with the pandemic or something like that, which wow. is an absurd amount of money. I know the government wrote everyone a check to help, which was only like $1,200. I didn't get one because I'm not a citizen yet. But um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm sure I'm sure there's some really, really tough 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 things going on for the small businesses out there so we hope they're pulling through yeah Yeah, it's good to see that the baron is still pulling through we nearly lost you there for a minute right there was a day where we had a bit of a search for the baron he went (laughs) (laughs) he went missing for 24 hours in corona times (laughs) got us all worked up yeah the phone lost its battery (laughs) (laughs) yeah i had to like go online and try and like figure out if there's any way to sort it out and yeah just basically put it on the the radiator for a bit heated up the battery (laughs) and and it started working the iphone has a lithium battery and it it sometimes gets a bit cold so you gotta like 
heat it up, hair dryer or or central heating, it, it did the job. But yeah, I'm 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 back. Um, like just just like my battery. <laughs> <laughs> did did you get worried at any point that you know if no one heard of you for 24 hours they would get worried or you know did you did you was it was okay no one would worry for you. I wasn't that uh, that concerned. Yeah, really, we yeah. know he wasn't concerned. <laughs> I, I, I just we, ended up... Did you think uh, anyone else was concerned? Like your parents, your, your sisters, no, no, your no, friends? We all know no. the Baron's schedule very well. He's always up from 2 p.m. until about 4 a.m. Yeah. And not 10 minutes goes by without a message normally. He's very, <laughs> uh, very vocal. As he said, he likes to be social. So when we did hear from him for 24 hours, we came up with a few ingenious solutions to try and find out if he was alive. Yep. My first one was to send some fried chicken around the house. All these years, I thought I liked chicken because it was delicious. <laughs> Turns out I'm genetically predisposed to liking chicken. So like, what? I got no say in the man. That normally gets his attention, so we tried that one out. How'd that go, Baron? Yeah, I was I was unaware of all um, all the emails that I was getting and all the Skype messages. So because I was just watching more uh, anime, I'm I'm getting into that at the moment. So it gave me enough time to uh, watch my anime and uh, ignore uh, any like messages. But I, I like to go on WhatsApp and always have something to say but yeah it gave me a little time away from my phone so there was a guy buzzing the, the flat and asking for a tank here's your fried chicken and i said no it's not my fried chicken i didn't order any fried chicken and he said this is for tank and i was like yeah. sorry there's no tank living here <laughs> and he said well it's for um you know flat four i go that's that's my place then it dawned upon me oh yeah that's a tank tank from germany <laughs> So yeah, what was your reaction when you received anonymous yeah. chicken from Tank? Did you not seem to think like that might be some kind of message or a hidden message in that? Or to be honest, I was quite hungry at that moment, so I decided <laughs> to uh, to to bite on my on my wing. But that Teach came over. Yeah, Teach. I, I think I think over. I think he was sent, wasn't he? We dispatched him, Private Ryan. And he he basically said. Oh, thank God you're alive. Uh, <laughs> I was like, well, what's going on, man? And I, and I just like fucking biting into my fried chicken. And I was like, well, what's the concern, man? <laughs> and he said, he said, we were all worried about you. Tank hasn't stopped messaging the boys group about you. And I was like, oh, really? Shit. And then he said, uh, let, let's call him on my phone. And But the, that was great. That was great. The fried chicken was, was nice. I, I understand that around this period, it's a bit of a concern if you don't message. Uh, during lockdown, people are a bit, a bit more worried and bit more concerned so it's always nice to feel loved <laughs> <laughs> okay so now you know if fried chicken turns out the door you gotta go message tank oh definitely definitely 100 percent. and it also check my skype hotmail messages and other platforms Facebook. yeah <laughs> there's too many platforms to keep up to date with but check them a bit more regularly a uh, different level that was from tank Dispatching troops to find you, <laughs> dispatching food. That's why he's the tank. That's it. He's always got his aid there. Got my what? I thought he said Your AIDS. AIDS. <laughs> yeah, AIDS. Like... <laughs> Your aid. Food aid? Yeah. Okay, uh, no, uh, I need to go get myself <laughs> checked out. 
talking about getting checked out. Yeah, so obviously there's a, a few concerns everyone's at the moment. I had a bit of a, a corona cough going on for a little while, and it lasted for a very long time, so even like to this day, to this day, I've still got a little bit of a, a throat problem. So I went to see the doctors, and yeah, basically his response was, yeah, it's it's life people have coughs <laughs> get on with it stop being worried stop being a pussy so yeah that was fun obviously people are very tense at this sort of moment in time as well so my reaction to like being dismissed after i'm telling him you know i've had this going on for about six months now i wasn't aggressive or anything but i was just you know a bit forthright like questioning his judgment or something and yeah in the end he asked me to leave so <laughs> <laughs> As I was leaving, I went to close the door behind me, no problem, fine, I'll go see another doctor. And I went to close the door behind me and he was like, you should, you closing the door in my face. So yeah, that was a bit of a event. And I got banned from the doctors now, so I have to go, <laughs> go find a new doctor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bit of a tense time, everyone's agitated on their toes a little bit. But yeah, I'm doing okay. I had a bit of a scare actually too. I uh... I actually went to London to go see some family in the middle of February. And when I came back five days later, I had this really, really, really bad cough. And it was one that just wouldn't go away. And, you know, I was, I was sent to sleep on the sofa from the missus. But the cough was so bad. I think I had a, a sore throat for about three or four days. And I'll try and do Zoom calls. And everyone's like, what are you saying? What are you saying? <laughs> I couldn't understand what I'm saying. So I had, a, I had one of those deep, sexy voices. You, you know, still like, got it. Like, like, like Batman. <laughs> and, but, but, but yeah, I was out for 10 days. And, you know, I think on the like the, the seventh or eighth day after being highly drugged up with cough syrup and all or whatever I could get my hands on in the cupboard. I went, I went and got checked out in the hospital and all that. It made you answer a sort of a questionnaire before you got in the hospital. And as soon as I said I'd, I'd, I'd travelled recently, they, they put me in my own little special terrorist room to go get questioned and swabbed and all that sort of stuff. And everyone looked at you a little bit differently because you went into this little special room. But thankfully, I didn't, I didn't test for, for it. But back in those early days, I'm not sure if they had a a Pacific test, but they x-rayed my chest, swabbed me, took my blood, all that sort of stuff. Oh, wow. So quite thorough then. Yeah, they, I think they were doing everything, you know, testing me. You know, they wanted they wanted some nice. of my blood, didn't it? My, my healthy blood. But yeah, I was in the hospital for about five hours. How, how does that work in the US? You have like full coverage, or yeah. So I've insurance? got I've got I've got health insurance with my uh, with my work. Obviously, there's some sort of small deductible, but uh, yeah, it's, it's it's mad. Obviously, coming from obviously the NHS, you you're kind of like okay, they're doing more and more tests, so that could then hurt you in the in in the pocket at some stage. X-rays and small stuff like that um, could be up to you know two three thousand dollars, and in the end. Honestly, they, they were stalling me there for five hours. I just walked out after because I was sick of it. After them telling me to self-isolate for 14 days again. So at that stage, you know, our, our, our work was still going on. I was going to miss some games. And then thankfully I didn't because everything went on lockdown. The world went on lockdown after that. But yeah, I think I'm corona free now, though. I just seem to have a persistent sort of irritated throat. I think it's more like the after damage of having corona you know so i think it's definitely cleared out of my system but just 
the damage it left behind. I think this is going to be a bigger issue in the longer term. You know, once we've got on top of this and everyone's vaccinated and everything, I think that life expectancy will drop where this this virus is damaging your internal organs. So you legit think you had it? Yeah, like I've yeah. never had anything like it in my life and I've, I've never n- ever heard of anybody having throat issues for for six months like just from having a, a flu or something yeah you're traveling at that time yeah yeah <laughs> probably Living. the worst time to ever travel <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, li- I work in the aviation business and yeah, so my job does have me going from place to place a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Pandemic war. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it didn't really help, right, with a lot of political leaders like saying that this was nothing to worry about and this would just pass yeah, and this wouldn't affect people. Yeah. I think that caused basically society to act months too late. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. and, now it's, and now it's just basically damage limitation, right? Like just trying to control the yeah. full extent and also the fact that lockdown like you said it came a, f- a month or a couple of months too late yeah. it's just crazy how but also now like how much they're scaring you as well the media yeah i'm particularly interested in what you've got to say told me particularly about you know living under donald trump's regime uh, but uh, we have it so well under control i mean view this the same as the flu when somebody sneezes i mean i try and bail out as much as possible what have you made of his general stance on on the whole thing and how he's handled the situation? Oh well, you said you said it earlier, right? I think he was one of the leaders that dismissed the the pandemic from the off. So naturally, you know, America and and how big it is as a country reacting. I would say two months, maybe a month and a bit too late. I know Germany were quite proactive with it, hence why they're. They're doing a lot more things. The Bundesliga, the football's back up and running there. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> right. But the US were very, very slow to react. And and the thing was, Donald left it up to the governors of each state to decide, you know, when they were gonna sort of lock down things, how they were gonna do it, to what extent. And then I think similarly, he's le- he's left it up to them to when to reopen phase one is these types of business phase two phase three are these types of businesses but for me it was far too slow he was very very dismissive of it wasn't going to come to the yeah. states this that and the other and i think the u.s has the highest death toll right now right yeah by far yeah um but in the um, uk has obviously also got very right. bad numbers at this stage as well i think it's a few days ago, I read that it had more cases than the rest of the whole of the EU. So it's also struggling to contain it. But I mean, like, especially from the UK standpoint, I remember one of the main things is, you know, until basically a couple of days ago. So we're in June now. You could still fly as you liked without any quarantine measures in the UK. So from all over the world, you could still enter the UK right up until I believe it was the 8th of June. Yeah, that's a joke. And London airports obviously being the busiest in the world as well, the busiest city for airports in the world. So, And it's a very small country at the end of the yeah. day and still has the biggest influx of people around the whole world. So yeah. I think it was always going to be one of the, the epicenters of, of the virus. So how are you coping, Baron, in lockdown? How am I coping? Yeah, like, like I said, it was a, a difficult start to um, adjusting, especially because of work. Yeah. Yeah, I found it very difficult to concentrate at home as well. Being a bit distracted. Sure. And 
I prefer like having people face to face and like in an office environment I work a lot more proactively or productively I should say but also it, it depends what I'm doing as well like in terms of like work but this kind of work requires a lot of attention because it's auditing thousands and thousands of numbers and you've got to like input them into an orderly fashion and make sure everything's correct okay you don't feel like you're being as productive with other things did you find any little projects or anything to to work on or maybe your regime like in terms of looking after yourself maybe your fitness how have you spent your time so you've got a bit more time yeah i so just going back to to work in terms of working in in that environment was a bit difficult to to like get the best out of me in, in that regards but in other things like sketching or blogging or um, or reading and being more active in those those things and also cooking's been a really interesting thing at the moment because going to the supermarket especially the first month of lockdown you couldn't find exactly what you wanted because it was quite <laughs> like you, you went there there was no potatoes you went there there was no there was no bread so you kind of had to adjust so i brought ingredients that i never used to buy in the beginning but i end up liking a lot more and using okay. it a lot more now so it made you a lot so, more experimental exactly a lot more experimental and a lot more improved in my in my culinary abilities i've learned a lot more new dishes that's one of the the things i've enjoyed about lockdown being able to cook properly and using more ingredients also dating yeah how is dating dating, uh, life going how is dating in lockdown dating lockdown there's obviously a lot more people using the app tell about the amount of matches when i say matches in terms of like people that i like off the cuff like the way they look or or just looking at the profile there's a lot more numbers now okay so there's probably the girls that wouldn't of applies to guys as well probably they wouldn't have used tinder before lockdown okay it's not like every single person is using you know online platforms or or apps but i think that a lot more people are using it because of lockdown as well because people are bored at the moment they want someone to talk to so that gives a chance to talk to them so in that regards it's been good but also i kind of have been a bit lazier in terms of like using the dating app where before i i would message them a lot more sooner or like in terms of my matches i would like put a lot more effort in but i think even if i get a match or i'm messaging them one day i'm like not messaging them for next week i don't know why kind of like i'm doing that a lot more now i've got the dating apps i'm using it but i'm not being as productive as i would be if it wasn't for lockdown you trying to play hard to get Uh, no i just think that like the effort of writing a message is a lot more difficult during lockdown do you think it has something to do with feeling like this isn't actually going anywhere that they it won't ever end in a meet because you won't be able to meet up with people for several months it could be that that's true that that's true that plays a part but i don't think that's the the um, main reason i think another reason could be because like when you're in lockdown you're in a rut <laughs> like my life isn't amazing at the moment like as it would be if it wasn't for lockdown <laughs> the messages are probably emphasized by the mental well-being of being in a lockdown then it would be otherwise there there is like the fact that we don't know when we can go out and date and also the fact that i just don't know what to what to say like i can't talk about my 
work being an amazing or like something happened amazing in my day to day just seems seems like it's not not changing well, i found it hilarious the uh the, the uk government actually put a sex ban in place right yeah yeah i was gonna say meaning they can spend time together inside each other yeah that, that happened in um in netherlands they said that you can go out and have sex with one person and only that person in in the pandemic. Oh, okay. So this was like a new person you could go and have sex with. Yeah, 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 a new person. So during the pandemic, yeah. you can only have sex with that person. <laughs> so, um, that 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 was quite that was quite um. An you should have put one. your location in Netherlands on Tinder. Yeah. <laughs> so it would have been your longest relationship. They would have been yeah. stuck with you for the whole of lockdown. Yeah. Netherlands were there for a day, but the girls are just too tall. <laughs> They're too tall. And averagely, one of like I think it's like the tallest nation in the world. Okay, and how? Well, definitely how the tall top, are you? Top two. Hey man, come on man, baiting me out here. I'm five foot seven, man. <laughs> five foot tall seven inches long or what <laughs> seven and a half no sorry, eight and five <laughs> I, I used to say five foot nine um, <laughs> not five foot seven <laughs> you, yeah. you put five foot nine on your profiles no 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 that because that's a bit too heroic i put five foot seven i put five foot seven but even that even that is like a massive factor you're not five foot even seven. that is like a massive you're not five foot seven i'm not five foot seven but what am i gonna fucking put five foot five what, what who am i gonna match huh? it's it's really strange actually i remember like you know i'm not the tallest guy in the world either and like what's quite common when you talk to girls like especially like the short girls for some reason they seem to want to be with the tallest guy like the girls that are shortest so it's like if, yeah, if you're yeah, a short yeah, no. guy no one wants you <laughs> But that's not but that's not strictly true because I think obviously I've been on dates obviously I've been on dates and I've, I've it's shown it's more, more like the CV right exactly yeah. they see Indian that and they skim through it and it's like that's it you know in the bin. exactly <laughs> yeah some it doesn't bother some women though some it doesn't. taller women no it doesn't bother it doesn't. some but of them the though the fact is that the thing is exactly the numbers are going to be less and less and less and less and I don't want to I don't want to have like five to play with rather than twenty. <laughs> the thing is the numbers would be even less if i was to put like the real real height but but i i do confess i do confess and sometimes they they when they see me they're like oh yeah you're not five foot seven are you and i'm like nah but i'm fucking sexy <laughs> and the, the thing is they still go on a date with me they still kiss me knowing that my height ain't five foot seven yeah. so forget about the height you know <laughs> and i'm sure they've <laughs> lied about something too right on their profile yeah exactly half the time they say that they're bubbly or they're funny <laughs> it's like <laughs> you ain't funny it's like yeah you ain't funny you didn't tell me about you you being a crazy bitch <laughs> <laughs> the same thing could go for me as well so i'm not gonna just say those characteristics that can go for anyone as well we can all be the best person that we want to be in on a profile right so how about you dog me i understand that you've been living with the missus yes full time right yeah how's that working out it's good <laughs> mate to be honest with you it's been good you know our days sometimes don't collide so she was still doing some bits and bobs and going out doing going to the office sort of individually and doing like some zoom calls there she'd work downstairs i'd work upstairs would meet for lunch in the kitchen and yeah mate honestly i, I couldn't really say too much probably be benefited your relationship a lot more maybe i think it has i think it's, it's it's brought us a lot closer we know there's times when we just need to stay away from each other there's times where 
there's times i mean honestly like i mean i, I did a lot of cooking i've put on a on a, on a couple of yeah couple of so, pounds around the midriff as we all have we watched some shows together a little bit more we, we're currently watching that man city documentary we watched the how, Sunderland how documentary. Feel about that then so I, was actually, I was actually gonna say from the opposite perspective one of the oh. things from living with my missus is uh she's making me watch keeping up with the kardashians and stuff oh so. no, 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 no no damn you got nah. the short end of the straw nah, see, my, my, my I, missus. I think you would enjoy that baron i think that's a show for you yeah nah, a baron would Nah, I, I I watched it one episode and I don't I, I couldn't watch it anymore. Me. My missus does that. The Housewives of Jersey or the Housewives of Baronville or whatever it was, but yeah, I don't watch that. I just well, it sounds like you still were able to keep a bit of a separate schedule going on, right? Kind of. There was days that we were in each other's pockets. Whereas like me and my missus, for example, we're like completely both working 100% home office. So we're literally around each other 24-7, you know. So it's a bit of a difference. So we have no real option to go and do our own thing. You know, we live in a one-bedroom apartment. So we got one telly. So whatever the one's watching, the other one's got to watch as well. Ah, so yeah, that helps. My missus bought me an iPad. And uh, I watch stuff on there, and we've got my laptop, so... Ah, uh, she she kicks you into the doghouse. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> to be honest, I haven't... The only thing I, I think she fusses at me is probably sometimes when I'm a little bit messy, I leave a couple of cups in the bedroom... But yeah, other than that, you know, she's been taking care of the washing, which I absolutely hate. I take care of the dishes and she's done some bits and pieces around the house, put up some paint, um, some, some sort of pictures, done some gardening. And yeah, and now I've helped out with cleaning all of that, you know, so if I help out with cleaning, I, I get in her good graces and, you know, I'm <laughs> a good dog meat. Points. Yeah, some serious dog meat points. I've, I've learned that one. <laughs> learn that one do, do, doing the cleaning when she's gone oh mate I'll tell you what dog meat gets, gets his treats treat. he yeah. gets his treats yeah he gets his treats man I'm telling you <laughs> yeah man it's, it's, it's made us it's drawn us a lot closer together it's interesting you say that I've heard quite a few people tell me about like their relationships getting a lot more a lot more better or or firmer should i say just because of lockdown i think that's only because their wife is standing behind them (laughs) (laughs) they're both trapped in the same apartment you know like you come back from work they're both working it's not exactly that you you spend as much time with each other as as you are now right so a lot of people are probably kind of forced to be spending a lot more time together so like it kind of gives you an insight on each other i guess like on what you do on a day-to-day basis. I think it will be especially testing for people in sort of newish relationships. So people yeah. in the one to two-year two stage, I think that they would feel the test. And I think there's probably been a few breakups in lockdown. Oh, well, talking about that... There's also been a, an increase in domestic abuse wow. in lockdown yeah. as well. I can believe that. So that's that's kind of like, yeah, that's another, you know, sort of downside of being in a, in a lockdown in a relationship. Being trapped. Yeah. You talking Have you about... Ever, you ever felt you've been in a situation where you've been trapped? <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like you got a story there to tell us. <laughs> no, no, I just, I, no, I mean... Um... <laughs> oh, get it out. <laughs> what is trapped? It? What, what do you mean trapped? I, I mean, uh, I mean, I've, I've been trapped and I've trapped in a in a lift. That was scary. That was scary. With the, with the girl? No, I was I was alone at that time. Uh. <laughs> I was alone. The the worst thing is, um, yeah, be, being uh, being being trapped, um, uh, you know, in in a in a car and uh, in a uh, in in a lift. 
uh, especially, especially when you're claustrophobic, which is even worse, ten times worse. How so, were you uh, trapped in a car? Uh, yeah, I was I was just trapped in a car after a uh, after an argument with um, a, a girl, and um, and she just locked locked me in the car, and um, <laughs> and yeah, and just went off. So. Uh, <laughs> What, what, was, what was the argument about? I uh, yeah I I, I I called her uh, another name you know another another, <laughs> another female well, name yeah I called her by, uh, by another name by accident <laughs> Just, yeah yeah this was your girlfriend at the time never... wait wait let let me hear him trip yeah. over himself go on <laughs> nah I was I, I was just saying that you said uh, one of your girls I I don't have lots of girls in one go I always uh, treat them equally during the time. <laughs> During sorry the, during the time they're with me. <laughs> okay, so you call her by another girl's name, and and what is how does she react yeah. to that? Yeah, then she just basically just gets out of the car and and uh, that's that's it, and then just locks me in, and I can't can't get out, and so that's that's it. So what kind of like locking device was on the car? Was it the ones where it comes out up from the uh, compartment sort of thing? and disappears back down when it's locked or is it one where you can it's obviously not one where you can flick it open and lock from inside the only way i could get out would have, would have been through the boot but i didn't know that i didn't know that until she told me <laughs> <laughs> because uh yeah it's just it's just basically whoa, 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 whoa. there's no way you can Did she tell you that the only way to get unlocked was through the trunk so that tells me she's probably done this before <laughs> <laughs> no no, 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 no comment, no comment. <laughs> well, she's been locked in there before. Mate, oh, that, that's true, actually. How would you so, so how did you react I, I once you'd been locked in? Well, because, I, like I said, I was, I'm claustrophobic, so it, uh, it, didn't, it doesn't help, you know. <laughs> it doesn't help, so, yeah, I would have um, either smashed the windows or... Yeah, so I was a bit panicking. <laughs> so, okay, so I'm <laughs> trying to... Tell us the story. Yeah, I'm trying to visualise this, because I'm like, he's been locked. She walked off, she walked off after... Is, is she is yeah. she outside giving you the middle finger while you're inside locked up? No, no, she just walks off. All right, and then what are you, just like a little puppy in a sad window, just like touching the window, <laughs> like, get me out? Or, I mean, I would have just started kicking the window until she said, until she unlocked it or something. Well, I was like punching the windows and kick, uh, punching the windscreen. I was going to no power on those punches then. Did no one see this? <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Someone saw in the other car, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And did they, um, did they try to help you, or? Yeah, just made sure. I don't know. Just signalled if if I'm if I'm okay. But she came back after that moment. <laughs> did you like think about maybe just pressing the horn all the time to get some attention, or? The horn wasn't oh, working. She planned that. She, she, <laughs> she worked <laughs> that one out previously, right? Also, <laughs> on her last attempt, um, she worked that one out. How how long was your sentence in the car? 20 minutes? I can't remember. Yeah, it must have been about 15 minutes, maybe 15, 20 minutes. I can't yeah. remember. Yeah, something like that. That was your own, um, speci- that was your own yeah. special lockdown there, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, possibly. Uh, yeah, I think we've all felt a little bit claustrophobic, uh, a little trapped over the, <laughs> over the past months. And uh, it will be nice once uh, things start to normalise now. Already some countries are starting to open a, a little bit more. So we can all start to return a bit more to our more regular lives. Can you tell us, Baron, what have you learned from this experience, from the lockdown? What will you take forward? I would take forward the fact that I can probably concentrate more on, on like my hobbies that I have and my interests. Yeah, I can like start enjoying them a lot more, like mixing up with work. 
so I don't need to like worry about fitting it in and that's the the problem is fitting it into a schedule yeah I mean that's a good point right I think there's a few things that I've taken up since lockdown especially you know like starting up this podcast for example and all the work we've put into it that you know that I would like to definitely keep on doing going forward and I will we will definitely keep on doing those things you know I think there's a lot of people over the world who probably started a few new things and that they wish they had started a lot sooner or they wish they had given their full effort to sooner so I think that's going to be one of the good things that will come out of this is people oh, yeah. will start to follow maybe a bit more of their their dreams and their passions realize what's important to them the people they love and and try definitely. to be better going forward so i think that wraps it up for the dogcast it's been a great show thank you from tank i'm thankful for that baron story his locked up individual story uh, cheers thank you <laughs> all right goodbye everybody thanks for listening goodbye bye-bye deeply embarrassed i am by about what has happened this weekend been locked indoors for so long and i obviously just got a call off a friend um, asking to go around to his uh, and I stupidly agreed to do so um, I know for a fact that I'll be doing that in the near future now and